American history. I feel hopeful, y'all. That is unlike any that we've had. I am excited by this next generation that's coming. I trust them. We're going to fight for equality. This is a human issue. It's not a political issue. There's only one race of people on the face of the earth. Every human being is a descendant of those first modern human beings who evolved in sub-Saharan Africa. Get over it. Get over it. Welcome to a special edition of No More Normal. I'm Khalil Ekelona. Yesterday I was on the phone talking with my father. We were talking about life on Earth as it is at this moment. We human beings have proven to be equally adept at building as we are at destruction. We human beings have seemingly perfected oppression as it has been with us throughout recorded history. Oppression based on one's gender, religious beliefs, sexual orientation, spoken language, the color of one's skin. There's so many items to qualify one to be oppressed. It's a little bit surprising to see that breathing or simply being human aren't on the list somewhere. Oppression, racism, and the supremacy of any group of people are not things that will allow us to evolve. And they hurt everyone living on this globe. So we've got to get a grip and snap out of this generation's old delusion. Some of us have, some of us have not. But humans do more than destroy. They also build and create and speak to each other's souls with music. Music can change a room. It can change a block. It can shift worlds. For those who are living to create, the joy of freedom, a freedom that is healthy and robust, a freedom that feeds and nourishes the soul of every human on this beautiful planet we all call home. So on this day, as we loop back through a national call to self-destruct, Nomono gives you remixes of conversations and points to consider with your mind. Music that moves your body. Energy that heals the soul. people are starting to rise up. So I'm glad as, as a species that we're starting to look at things differently. We've been enduring things for a long time, but I think right at this moment now, with the pandemic happening and the, you know, George Floyd situation happening, I think that people finally had a second to really assess what was happening. It made people just really look within and look at themselves and be like, what am I doing that I could change? And that's how I felt in the situation. It was just like, what, what am I doing to make this world a better place? The sort of fork in the road as to what direction we're going to go. There, there is literally a divergence between those who believe in and are willing to fight for multiracial, multicultural, pluralistic democracy and those who, by their own admission, want to take us back to a fictional time of nostalgic greatness. I mean, when you have as your slogan, make America great again, by definition, you are saying that you want to return to something that you think was glorious in the past. This next generation, they're not here for people's like generational bullshit. They don't want to carry your trauma. They don't want to carry your regressive homophobia. They don't want to carry your racism. Like these white kids are mad. 
<laughs> and I'm like, yo! And these are like kids that were about to go wear like bulletproof vests to school. That's where we are. This is no longer, you know, a sort of Democrat and Republican debate over marginal tax rates mm -hmm. and, you know, what kind of health care we're going to have. Those debates are not even really at all what drive politics right now. This is an existential crisis for the country. What kind of country are we going to be? What kind of country are we going to be? Trump Pence sign and they're trying to 
convert the American flag into their racist symbol. Well, no, that's not going to happen because that's my flag. That's not my flag. You know, I served this country for 20 plus years, so that's my flag. And they love to use the word patriot. And I'm like, how, where? Because last time I remember, I was the one in Afghanistan fighting for this country. You know, I was the one over there getting shot at with bombs going off to support this country, not the people who are over there holding up a Trump Pence flag. The tantrum that was displayed at the capitals across the United States. America showed us America. It may have been a shock to some non-people of color, but we're used to that. I mean, we all know that had it been any type of Black Lives Matter protest, things would have gone way different. Now that song now, you listen to that song, because what James Brown did, he... It was a powder cave in America because people didn't know what these people are actually talking about black as if it's positive. There was a lot of tension. And James Brown came out with that song. And I remember when you would be on the bus or something, somebody would have their little radio and that song would come on. I'm black and I'm proud. It would be something because it made the black people feel so good. And the beat is just wonderful. You know, so it really worked. twice as hard because we were black. That's you know? right. And so I wanted you all to achieve who you were, you know, and not to let any stumbling blocks get in your way. There's so much out there for you. You have to take advantage of everything that you can. That's the way we did it. And to guard you, I mean, I was up at that school if anything went wrong, that I felt that wasn't fair. And just letting you all know, there's going to be no stumbling blocks here. Oh, yeah. The world is at your fingers, and the world is at your feet. A love note to Black Joy. In the midst of a pandemic, here sits a queer Black woman, descendant of hoodoo practitioners and curandera healers, writing this love note to you. You are what keeps us going. You are the laughter when three or more of us gather that makes white people uncomfortable, yet serves as a beacon to others of us who hear the joyous sound and say, those are my people and ooh, they are free. You are what grounds us when our people experience death and pain and pain and death and death and pain. Through our grief, our North Star is you. You are the cookout and the kickbacks in the backyards and the living rooms who makes it impossible to not hug, to not touch because closeness is just who you are. You are a movement who's made napping a ministry, therapy normal and healing a radical act of self-love. But that's just who you are. You are a path to love, 
to peace. You keep us whole, you keep us seen. Now, in true love note fashion, I have to end this love note with an ask of you. Please continue to seek us out when we can't feel you, as our existence has always depended on you. A love note to Black Joy. We are pumping up the jams to inspire dancing against racism and oppression. You're also hearing conversations we've been having for a whole year about racism, white supremacy, and the detrimental health effects it has on us all. We offer a prescription of joy along with dancing as we continue to provide insights from anti-racist teachers, activists, and people. The quest for freedom didn't start today, and we are not stopping the beat, for it must live on. No More Normal is brought to you by Your New Mexico Government, a collaboration between KUNM, New Mexico PBS, and the Santa Fe Reporter. Funding for our coverage comes from the Kellogg Foundation and KUNM listeners like you. Support for public media provided by the Thornburg Foundation. Hear us each week on KUNM Sundays at 11 a.m. Find past episodes online at KUNM.org or wherever you look for podcasts. who can be the change maker. It's about us as a collective and this power of the people that freed Clifton, that is the power that is necessary for that reconciliation and change. And it is possible. We can build the world that we want to live in. We really stood strong together, you know, and I think in these moments you find like those lines of solidarity are like really what makes the difference. And when we engage in that type of really strong solidarity together, it's so powerful. It's like one of my favorite things about doing activist and organizing work. We felt the love, I think you it's know. important for us to be aware of how we as human beings develop consciously or unconsciously prejudices, systemic racism. These things are reality. We can't deny them. And real people suffer because of them. Our diocese of Santa Fe, we've been very conscious trying to raise an awareness of the uh, disparities and how we can seek to eradicate the walls that divide us. And it's not just that recently with the uh, terrible attack on the Asian Pacific Islanders and Asians in our country, also the poor, you know, these are all areas where we have to recognize our equality, that we're all children of God, that we're all created equal, that God loves all of us. thinking a lot lately about the concept of time, how much time has passed, how much more time will come and go or lapse before we get to 
an understanding of our new normal. And there's some endurance that is tied to that, the not knowing, expecting the unexpected, expecting miracles, expecting pain, expecting to survive, having the curiosity, compassion, and grace for yourself and your fellow humankind to endure. Really, that's what it comes back to, the human spirit and our will to survive. We go forward with a spirit of Sankofa, which means go back and get it, to know your past in order to inform and provide a clear path in your decision-making processes about how you get to the future. So yeah, endurance is hard for those who have heavy loads to carry. But everybody, everybody's got something. Be grateful for the you of now. Trust in who you've become. And go forward with excitement about the you who is becoming. So with that, and thinking of times past, present and imagining a new future, I'll share a poem by Lucille Clifton with you today. Take care of yourselves. Mind your breath. Listen to your heart. Be light. Shine. I am accused of tending to the past by Lucille Clifton. I am accused of tending to the past as if I made it, as if I sculpted it with my own hands. I did not. This past was waiting for me when I came, a monstrous unnamed baby, and I with my mother's itch took it to breast and named it history. She is more human now, learning languages every day, remembering faces, names, and dates. When she is strong enough to travel on her own, beware, she will. the government and public health systems need to earn back the trust of folks they've mistreated in the past. I really don't excuse anyone. I think anyone that's holding public office of any sort, from township to county to state to federal, this wound is deep enough, it's bleeding enough that everyone needs to be talking about it. And again, really looking at this as an America issue, as a health issue. 
the pandemic that we're experiencing is exasperating the inequality in this country. We're seeing black wealth is actually worse off now than it was in the 1960s. Mm. And at the same time, billionaires are profiting off of this pandemic, growing their wealth by a trillion dollars. I do think that there needs to be this collective acknowledgement of what it means for all of us to be able to exist in this world. It means for all of us to be able to exist in this world. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And I think that's certainly true for white people. Society advantages us in all kinds of ways. So if we just kind of go about our everyday life and sort of accept that and let that play out and we're not actively working to essentially give up those advantages that we didn't earn, then we are, yeah, we're helping to perpetuate the problem. So much of it is about humility, honestly. We don't even notice our arrogance because so many of us have been taught that the way to get things done is to move to the front of the class, get to the head of the line, make sure people are listening. And that is contrary to what it will take for collective liberation. And we gotta find our place in the circle instead of trying to push to the front of the line. As always, we want to thank our guests for providing their insight and expertise. You heard from Tim Wise, Scott Davis, Nina Robinson, Melanie Yazi, Ademola Ekulona, Hunter Marshall, Jeremy Jasper, Barbara Jordan, Olufemi Ekulona, Shauna Brown, Celinda Guerrero, Jossie Falcon, Senator Martin Heinrich, Ebony Isis Booth, Dr. Anthony Flegg, John Bewin, Awad Bilal, and Jane Elliott. We want to thank everyone who is working toward the time on Earth where human beings are good to each other, fair, healthy, and just. We'll include the full DJ set list you heard today in the web post, 
But because of copyrights, the online version of the show will be tracked with the great music we hear each week from our homies. That's Jazztone, the producer, Cheo, Dom Life, Business School, Sundal, and Olad Records for providing music for the show most weeks. This week's, it's on the online version of the show. Khaki, Bigawatt, and Pope Yes Yes Y'all produced some of the show's themes. No More Normal is executive produced by Marisa DeMarco. It is produced and hosted by yours truly. Taylor Velasquez handles social media and content generation. Remember, the only way to ensure humanity's survival on Earth is to eradicate racism and oppression. I'm Khalil Ekolona. For everyone here at No More Normal, thanks for listening.